Thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. It's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus. Whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18 to 25, grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation. Okay, so I don't know about you, Caitlin, but when I was a little kid, like literally like five, six, I don't know if it was just a funny thing for adults or parents to do, but it was like faking an arranged marriage. So like, you, you know, you pick a friend, like I had a, we, our family friends, whatever, they had daughters and whenever I'd hang out with them, I'll be the only boy. And so it was always just like, oh, are they going to put makeup on you or oh, whatever. But then it got weird when they were like, It'd be funny if y'all got married and we were like six years old and then they're like doing these fake weddings and it's like, oh, this is hilarious. And I remember looking back on that and I'm like, this is just weird. Like, why did my parent, did that ever happen? Did you, is this just me? Like, was this just a my family thing or did that ever happen to you? No, I think it's like a common thing with kids all of a sudden. Like, I mean, I get it. Like my, my girls will hang out with a cute little friend that's a boy and I'm like, oh, I don't like it. is that going to be your husband? Are y'all going to play wedding and whatever? Yeah. No, I mean... I don't... I don't well, just the other day, on the playground, Maylee's on the playground, right. and they're running around with some of her friends from school, mm-hmm. and I overheard one of them ask Maylee if the little boy that she was playing with, is this your boyfriend? And I, I, I wanted to step in and be like, excuse me? I know. That was hard. I was like, she's literally in first yeah. grade. This is already starting. Yeah. Let's have a conversation, kid. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I just thought it was weird and I didn't know if anybody else had done that and I needed to have some verification. No, I think, I feel like that's a common, I mean, not in a weird way. Regardless of that, we have a special guest today and this, this has nothing to do with her at all. It was just a, a, an opener for a topic we have today, but we are joined by our friend Lainey Evans, uh, who is, uh, Hendersonville. Did you, have you grown up in Hendersonville your whole life? No, I lived in Morganton, North Carolina, and then uh, moved to Hendersonville I, the summer before fifth grade, so uh, when I was like 10. Okay, so you've been here a long time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've been hanging out with Lainey all summer, most of the summer at least. Uh, we also did a giveaway tonight, in case some of you missed it. We did a giveaway tonight on our Instagram, uh, and Lainey was really hopeful that she would win, and we spun this wheel, and it literally, the line, it was like millimeters away from you being a winner, so... So sorry, Lainey, that you didn't win. It's okay. Uh, well, we're excited to talk with Lainey. Multiple reasons. We love having college students on our podcast, and Lainey's been with us all summer, and we have yet to get her on a podcast. So this is your huge debut. So congratulations. You have made it to the top, to the pinnacle of really your life. Yes, Lainey, though, before we jump in, I want you to just tell everybody what you've been doing. Like, what year in school are you, and where are you going to school what are you going to be studying? What does this next school year look like yes. for you? I'm going to be a junior at Western Carolina University. I went to AB Tech Community College here in Asheville for two years and got my associates. And I'm planning on majoring in social work nice. um, over the next couple of years. Nice. What would you say you're looking forward to the most moving into Western? Like you're moving in fr- Friday? Yeah. Okay, so what are you looking forward to the most? Um, I think just the community. I've been at my house the past couple of years going to community college, but most of it was online. So I've just really lacked hanging out with people my own age. So I'm yeah. really 
grateful for Refuge Retreat and meeting yeah. new people and stuff like that. Be fun. You were on our last retreat. Was that your first retreat? Or you... Yes, Garden I feel City. Like, I feel like you've been on multiple retreats. It's hard to keep up, but I feel like you've been there. Um, well, cool. Well, we're glad to talk to you because ha- we have a, a topic and it's something we want to talk about. It's actually starting a three or four week um, kind of journey that we're going to be on talking through single dating engaged and then we may do married at the end i don't know but we're gonna do single dating engaged and um we want to talk with laney tonight about um being single and what that looks like so yes laney is single but this is not a an opportunity for guys to start calling in the refuge hotline um oh, to, she's pretty she's pretty cool. she's pretty awesome but uh we're, we're not making her uh, phone number available uh this is not one of those things where you can comment and then all of a sudden you get to like talk with Laney, that's not this thing. So uh, we wanted to talk through uh, what it, just the, how, you know, we'd like to say when it comes to your relationship, God has a specific purpose for every phase of your relationship life. So not just like your friends and stuff, although there's a lot of intentionality that God has with that, but we're specifically talking about your single dating engaged and eventually being married or eventually not being married, whatever God has for your life. But there is specific purpose for each phase of that life. And um, what we like to say is that before you can have a healthy relationship with a guy or a girl uh, that God has for you, you really need to have a healthy relationship with God. That perspective is going to help you down the road. So when it comes to being single, uh, you know, I think sometimes, and Caitlin, correct me, or Lainey, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think sometimes, especially when you get to the college age and you are single, let's say if you're 19, 20, 21, and you're single, sometimes there can be this sense of like anxiety over, of like, oh no, oh no, I'm single. And, and and I think sometimes maybe it's a culture thing, but I feel like sometimes culture can be like you got to get with it. Like you're single. Am I am I on or like what do you, what what is your perspective there, Lainey? I would agree. I think there's kind of a mixture. It's either like one extreme or the next. Yeah. At least in my experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, how do, how do you then like how would you respond to the feel like what is your take on it? I guess so let's we're talking to you, not everybody. So like, what is your take on the feel of I'm single. What is your approach? What is your what is your overall feeling of like you being single right now? I think right now it's just like a blessing. I think being in a relationship for me at the moment just sounds so overwhelming because um, I just feel like there's already so much in life to balance. Um, it just, I mean, it's a big commitment, and I just don't think that I'm ready for it. And I think there are other things that I'm wanting to commit to more. Right. With my time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that. That brings up like the the point that we kind of want to make today anyway is that if there is specific purpose in each season of if you're whether you're currently dating someone right now, whether maybe you maybe you're engaged right now um, or if you're single, like if there is whatever season you find yourself in, there's a specific purpose to that season. And so I, I think instead of looking at like, oh no, I've got to like, find someone. Let me get on all these. I mean, how many dating sites are out there? It's crazy how many there are. I mean, I've only, I've only got like four or five accounts, but there's so many out there, but, uh, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. That's awkward. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, but you know, there's so many chances and opportunities and I think it's because culture just says being single equals like not being good enough or you can't get it figured out or whatever. And really we like to say it as singleness is 
really like a gift. It's not a burden. Like it's not a burden on you to be single. It's really a gift because it's an opportunity to do things in your singleness that you really can't do or you're a little more tied down when you are dating. Uh, and so, uh, I don't know, maybe talk through like how can how can you as a person in being single and in college, or maybe you're like about to graduate or whatever it may be, how can you be most effective? Because this is, you know, as Jesus followers, this is where we want to find ourselves, but how do you feel like you can be most effective for the gospel while you're in this season of singleness? I mean, I think relationships are such a big commitment and take up a lot of time. Um, and some of that time could take away from spending time in the gospel and in your relationship with the Lord. So I think for me, I'm just trying to build like community around me that is healthy and that's going to be helpful once I decide to join a relationship and take that path. Um, but then also kind of asking myself like what I want from a relationship relationship, and yeah. what I want it to be like um, – I guess, in relationship to the Lord and how I want to carry the gospel into those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I think, and you saying the word relationship too, I think a lot of times we feel like relationship, especially at this period of your life, it has to be with someone of the opposite sex growing in this, you know, I have to find someone, I have to find someone. But like, growing in a season where, like, we use the word community all the time. Like, we talk about building your community. And I think, utilizing that time to, we were talking earlier before this, like you're never more free to give time to your community when you're single. Like that's a huge blessing. Like that's a huge blessing. So like, have you seen that played out like in your life right now? Yeah, for sure. I've definitely had opportunities. Um, this summer I got to work with the youth group at my church and that was super cool um, to give back to just a group that gave a lot to me um, during middle school and high school. Um, and that might have been harder to work around if I was trying to balance, you know, yeah. when I want to go on dates or when we're going to see each other, all those kinds of things. Um, so for sure. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, so other than community and like relationship with your friends, um, when you look at like how you can be most effective for the gospel, one of the biggest blessings I, I can think of, um, Caitlin, you were, we were joking with you earlier about how you said that you feel like you look back and you don't remember a lot of times that you were single. Um, and, hey, no shame. There may be some out there that are like, look, I got to always have somebody that I call my boyfriend or my girlfriend. But um, I don't know. Like, when you look at the time of being single, how do you see that, Caitlin, as like a time where in college you can use that to grow in your relationship with Jesus? I think, and first, just to make the record clear, I oh, think— <laughs> It wasn't, I mean, I started dating you when I was 17 and I guess looking back now, this makes me feel old, but like much younger than 17, I don't really know that like what dating really even was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. really like much yeah. substance. Right. Um, so we started dating of course. And then I, you know, I, I didn't have those huge single periods, but I do, I do think occasionally like, man, that would have been a cool part of life to like if that was God's plan for me to, you know, maybe even graduate college or be in college and be single and just have more of that time to pour into relationships and to other people. Um, but I think the biggest thing that it, like you, I think we might've touched on this, but how it can just be a really big growth season for you. You, if you, if you make that a priority during that time is to just like focus on growing as a person, um, in your relationship with the Lord. Um, and I think because of culture, I think it, 
growing and, and just being content in this season that God has for you, um, is something that is really hard to do, but also I think a really good life skill in general is just knowing that like, this is the season that I'm in right now and not wishing or like wishing it away or longing for something else, because I think you can end up spending a whole lot of that singleness time, just wishing you had that next date, you had that next relationship, you had that person, you know, when really it's like, you're trying to put your identity or your um, your worth and what somebody else thinks about you that's not the Lord, or maybe you want to like chase that person for comfort. Well, like this is a good season in singleness to learn how to um, build those things without a, like a, a relationship, you yeah, know, build yeah. that with you uh, and your relationship with God and have that steady, like firm foundation. And, you know, I think he's always preparing us for something and for the next season. And I think in my life, like looking back, I can always see very specific things he was doing in my life before he brought in the next season. And so like, even right now, it maybe if you're in a season of singleness, you might not even know like the things that he's doing and working in you. Um, that's going to be really impactful in your relationship. Like five years down the road, you know, you might look back and say, wow, I'm so glad that I learned like, personal boundaries, relational boundaries that yeah. I learned how to be content without somebody else because this relationship now isn't my identity. Like there's a season that you're in and you're supposed to be in it for a reason. And so I think just learning how to be content with that season and not wishing it away and like trying to take advantage of it to the fullest. Well, and I think when you, cause you're right, when you do find yourself in that season and your goal is to just get out of it, like your goal is like, okay, I'm single. I got to work to get, you know, the, the end goal of singleness is not to eventually be dating. Like that can't that can't be it because then now all your focus is on how to get myself out of just being single. And like what you were saying, Lainey, before is like it's okay to be single and have the mindset of I'm not just wanting to be dating. Like that, you know, if if you're feel and again, like if, if you're like, hey, look, I feel like I desire a relationship with someone, then sure, like pursue that and put yourself around godly community because when you're in godly community, more than likely you're gonna find a godly person to date, right? That kind of makes sense. Um, if you're not in godly community more times than not, then don't be complaining when every person that you date is not the right person for you. Well, your community is you know, is not healthy. So therefore the person you're going to find in that community probably not going to be healthy. Anyway, that's kind of a side, but like for you, Lainey, what does it look like to really take advantage of, and what are some, maybe some pointers that you would give listeners right now that find themselves in the season of being single? How can they use this time to really take advantage of the time and grow closer to Jesus through this? Like how have you learned to do that? What does it look like for you? I think for me, I'm kind of at a point in my life where I'm trying to kind of find my own path with the Lord. Um, I grew up in a Christian home, and so I think for a long time, it was just kind of like my parents' faith. And now as I'm like transitioning out of the house, it's kind of more, okay, what does this actually mean in my life? And so I think a way that I've been doing that is almost like trying to almost restart my relationship with God. And I've um, purchased several like devotionals that are really for beginner Christians just to kind of revisit and try to see what I've been taught my whole life kind of in a new light um, in my life and, and becoming secure in what I want for, for my life, but also um, who I am and who I want to be. And then even taking it further into what do I want like my career to look like and trying to um, focus on education right now so that I know that whether I have that relationship or not, like I'm going to be secure in who I am and in life. 
Um, so I think that's kind of where I am yeah. in that. Yeah, that's good. So we just kind of want to close out today and like we do this most often, but just with the challenge, if you find yourself right now in that season of singleness, um, what are you doing right now that is pushing you closer to your relationship with the Lord? How are you pursuing Christ and focusing on this season of growth? Um, also, we just want to challenge you to stop comparing yourself to the world and to the standards of the world when it comes to dating um, or being single. You know that you don't need to rush out of that season onto the next. And there's a there's a, a certain reason that the Lord has you in this season. So take full ownership of it and be confident of who you are in that season and learn who you want to be and who you're going to continue to be and find your identity, hopefully, fully in Him during this season. But um, the world won't satisfy any of those longings that you're looking for. So it's not helpful to say, well, th these people are, all my friends are in a relationship, whatever. I must be behind and, and all of that. No, like you need to just soak it in and enjoy it. And I promise you, when you look back at this season, you'll be grateful for all that God taught you. Hey, thanks for listening to the Refuge Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and were encouraged in some way. Be sure to subscribe and share the podcast and we will catch you guys next time.